0: Hi, I'm Kelly,
1: and I'm Catlin,
0: and welcome to the,
1: the How, How to, to Love, Love Me podcast.
0: podcast. Hi-de-ho,
1: and welcome, everybody.
0: Welcome to another episode, guys.
1: How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health
0: and relationships. Specifically, our relationship.
1: And it is the season.
0: What season is it? Christmas. Christmas season. Actually, the holiday season. The name of this episode,
1: and the reason that we want to have this conversation is, it tis the season for sad. It is, because this is something that you know I've brought up before. Um, Christmas is a tough time. Christmas can be a tough time for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons but specifically for me christmas is a hard time for me because of the loss of a family member and so quite a few years back i lost my sister um and she was my christmas buddy she was my partner in crime for christmas we we used to wake up at like 4 a.m and like i would wake up naturally this isn't something that like we'd set up it ended up being something down the line that we would set up, but typically we would just wake up uh, at like 3, 4 a.m., wake each other up and go look under the tree. Because I don't know about your household, but in our household, we had our stockings, which were kind of open. You kind of see what was in it. But any gift that Santa brought was unwrapped and under the tree.
0: Ooh, no. Our Santa gifts were always wrapped.
1: Yeah. So Santa mm-hmm. always brought gifts unwrapped. So that was something that me and my sister could always do, was wake up and go see what was under the tree, see what Santa brought us, and then try to go back to sleep.
0: Mm, Yeah, try to go back to sleep. I feel like that's the key word there.
1: We would. We would. I mean, we'd probably get a few more hours of sleep. Because, I mean, mom and dad would be like, you have to wait till this time in the morning to wake us up.
0: Oh, yeah. That was the same thing that our parents did, too. Yeah. Well, it was most of my dad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Don't wake me up before nine.
0: Mm, hmm
1: Yeah. Oh, that
0: makes sense. hmm yeah. So
1: typically, yeah, that's how, like, my Christmas morning would go, is I'd wake up, we'd go look at our gifts, we'd go back to bed, then we'd try to wake up, like, at eight, you know, an hour before we were allowed to wake up mom and dad, mm-hmm. go upstairs, and then we'd open our stockings, because we were allowed to open our stockings before my parents got up, and then we'd have our Santa gifts, so that would be enough to keep us entertained for the next hour or two, till mom and dad are finally up and at them and ready to go.
0: okay. Yeah, so... Our Christmas mornings would have been kind of somewhat similar. Um, Ours were a little bit different. So it was still the same sort of thing where, you know, my sisters and I would all get up and super, super early in the morning. And it was generally uh, my oldest sister and I that would end up waking up my other sister. Mm -hmm. We would normally wake up at like, I don't know, I want to say like between six and seven Mm -hmm. in the morning. We'd wake up, we'd go get up my other sister. And then the three of us, which one would would sleep in. Kendall. Oh, go for it. Yeah, Kendall would normally sleep in. Aspen and I were normally the first ones up. Huh. And if Aspen woke up before me, she would wake me up. If I woke up before her, we'd wake up her, or I would wake up her, and then we would always go and wake up Kendall together. Oh. And then, um, our Christmas mornings. So we would generally, we had the same sort of role. We had to wait until a certain time before we could wake up my parents. Yeah. However, because I was the youngest and I had you know two older sisters, we would always make breakfast for my parents oh, on Christmas morning.
1: Yeah.
0: So we'd make our breakfast, um, go and get up my parents, have our breakfast and everything together, and we would not be able to open a single thing, including stockings, until after breakfast was done. Oh. Yeah, which being a kid, that's fucking torture. That is brutal. <laughs> See,
1: and that's the thing. That's why we got our stockings first. We weren't allowed to do any of our gifts until mom and dad were up, had coffee. We weren't like, Christmas Day wasn't so much like Christmas breakfast. It was more like we would chop up a homemade loaf of raisin bread toast that up with a little bit Mm. of butter have our coffee or hot chocolate or whatever and and mom and dad once they had their coffee in their mug and they were ready to go they would sit down
0: Mm. okay yeah Yeah, no we always we always had just like this big big family breakfast on christmas morning
1: yeah see we didn't really do breakfast per se because we always had like a huge christmas day dinner Mm. so it was more like we yeah, but it was more like, you know, we'll just snack all day until, you know, our basic Ukrainian meal, which we eat three <laughs> times. Um, yeah. 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 Overloaded plates and then unbuttoned pants afterwards.
0: Yeah. Sometimes a nap afterwards, too, if needed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, normally a nap. Yeah. Normally a nap.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Right.
1: So, yeah, Christmas traditions, they are something that is, I think, one of the most innocent childhood memories you can actually have
0: hmm I'd agree.
1: Yeah, I think Christmas is a very magical time, especially for a child. Now, as an adult and grown up, it's still an extremely mag- magical time. I love Christmas still.
0: hmm Same with me.
1: But there was a long time there where I despised... I wouldn't say despised. I disliked Christmas. I disliked what it made me feel. hmm Because it always made me feel like there was a part of me that was missing. And there always will be. Um. But, I mean, to talk about that a little bit more, it's... It brings up the sad memories for me in a lot of ways. So I would go through Christmas like everybody else. The only hard part for me was the fact that every part of my, tr- my Christmas tradition was shook because I was missing a part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So for a lot of years, uh Christmas was a very difficult time. And I mean, I've shared my story on the Mental Wealth Project uh about about a year ago last year, um I actually put my story out there on Mental Wealth Project um about how Christmas is tough. And the truth is, it's not as tough as it was previously. It's gotten easier, it's gotten better, and I want to talk about how I kind of worked through that and how we're here today. Um, this weekend, we decorated for Christmas.
0: Mm-hmm. We sure did.
1: So, the How to Love Me podcast home is all Christmas up. Yeah, it is. Trees decorated and up. Mm. Stockings are hung by the chimney with glee,
0: care, care, actually. whatever.
1: Glee, happiness, whatever. <laughs> it was all hung. We were stoked.
0: Yeah, we were. The
1: Grinch, the Jim Carrey version of the Grinch. Of I'm course. sorry if there's yes. any purists that think that the uh the original cartoon is like the original Grinch film.
0: Oh, don't get me wrong. I still love the cartoon version. Me like too. I still I do still enjoy watching that over the Christmas season. But yeah. I mean, you can't Jim go Carrey's wrong with Jim Carrey. You like can.
1: that is that is my quintessential Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I quote that. All year round.
0: Yes, yes, you do. (laughs) We don't
1: need Christmas season to quote the Grinch.
0: No, that's just a year-round thing in our house. Max,
1: fetch my sedative. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Christmas. Mm -hmm. First off, I... uh, Again, I'll say it again. I love Christmas. I I think it's a great time of year. Um, This one's a little different, obviously, because we are in coming up close to the second round of, I guess, full isolation quarantine that they're talking about. Potential. Yeah. I guess we'll know more when this episode comes out, but...
0: Yeah. So, I mean, for those of of you guys who maybe haven't been listening to previous episodes or anything, we're in Alberta, Canada, Mm -hmm. where, yeah, there has been a huge spike in our COVID numbers, so there is... Very good chance that we're going to go into full lockdown again. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I mean, yeah, it's around the Christmas season, but honestly, it's not a bad time to do it. In my opinion, when it comes to this COVID stuff, family time is the most important time. So if you guys need to quarantine to spend time with your family, do it. Mm -hmm. Do it.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Right. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do to be able to spend time with your family.
1: Mm -hmm. So Christmas, Mm -hmm. it was good for you. It always has been good for you. And this has always been kind of... You know what I mean, though? Like, for you, your traditions haven't really changed so much. They've evolved with children getting involved.
0: Yeah, they've definitely evolved. They haven't... I mean, they've kind of changed throughout the years. But, yeah, I guess evolved is kind of a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where I feel like mine kind of just took an abrupt stop. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, So, how am I getting through it? How am I getting through the holiday seasons? Well... It's been tough. It's been tough in the last few years. This year, however, has been, I think, in my opinion, one of the best years that I've had so far. Now, mind you, it is early. It isn't quite Christmas yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel that there might be some emotions that come up throughout, you know, December and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But the truth of the matter is I am doing better than expected.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I remember when we were, you know, taking the tree out and everything last year. Mm-hmm you you were still having a hard day. You were having a hard time with it and trying to, you know, get into the quote unquote Christmas spirit. But this time you just had kind of like a little extra pep in your step. Yeah. And I, I honestly, I don't know if that's because you were trying to, you know, be a little bit more uppity for my sake, or if it was because you're actually feeling pretty good. I'm not sure, bit but I did notice it.
1: Bit of both. I mean, yeah. So even decorating, um, decorating the Christmas tree, as, as most of you probably know, When you're kids and you're at home, the kids usually help decorate the tree. Mm -hmm. And that was something me and my sister always did. Now, of course, as adults now, mom's taking her tree to a whole new serious level. And yeah, we don't even get to touch the tree.
0: (laughs) Just look at it from a distance.
1: Yeah. My mom's the type of person that if you move one ornament on her tree, she She knows. knows. It's so creepy. It's almost creepy.
0: It's like photographic memory when it comes to her tree. tree. Yeah. Yeah. Just her
1: Christmas tree. So. Yeah, again, decorating is something that always brings up memories and, and you know, the hard part for me and this doesn't even just go for me. This goes for a lot of people out there. And the reason that we want to talk about this is because Christmas isn't an easy time for everybody.
2: No. Of not course, at all. Christmas
1: is supposed to be the most beautiful, wonderful time of the year. Snow is flying. It's a beautiful white Christmas. Gifts are under the tree.
0: You're spending time with family, friends, you're spending time with all your loved ones. How could it be so bad?
1: Well, you don't know other people's stories mm-hmm. so let's let's be honest and the main reason that i like to talk about this stuff is because everybody feels that you know if you're not in the christmas spirit you're a scrooge mm-hmm. you're 100 percent a scrooge yep and nobody wants to be a scrooge at christmas the hard part is is people go through tough times and christmas is a really hard time for mental health mm-hmm. i would say it's probably one of the hardest
0: yeah, probably.
1: Right? I mean, you think about what people have, and the whole idea of Christmas is what they can't have. I mean, as much as it is bad to say, I mean, there is a little bit of commercialism with Christmas. I oh, mean, there's
0: totally commercialism with Christmas.
1: Especially as a parent. Imagine being a parent through these tough times of COVID and not being able to afford to put presents underneath the tree for mm-hmm. your kids.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just feeling that extra level of stress on top of everything else that you're already going to be feeling like that's I can't even imagine how people would be feeling about that.
1: Exactly. I mean, Serb can only go so far. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then you also have people like me who have lost people and Christmas brings up a lot of hard memories for that. I mean, and we look at our community as a whole and I mean, between the military people, people that spend, you know, Christmas overseas, people who die in the line of duty, people who pass away just due to accidents and stuff like that everything can affect people around the christmas time Mm -hmm. i mean whether it's a parent that lost a child you know someone who lost a sibling someone who lost a best friend all of these things you know christmas is supposed to be that time where you spend time with these people and to not have that really takes away from it Mm
2: -hmm. and kind
1: of you know makes you sad truthfully yeah i mean and that's why i wanted to name this episode tis the season for sad Because it is the season for sad. Because even though it's supposed to be a joyful and very triumphant uh, holiday, it brings up a lot of rough memories. And well, not even rough memories. It brings up a lot of reminiscing, which makes you think about what you don't have now. And it's literally just like a ball of things that affect you in the long term.
0: Mm -hmm. So one thing that I would kind of say to that, I guess is instead of focusing on the fact that you know you're going to be reminiscing you're gonna have these memories and everything come up and you automatically are focusing on okay, well this is not something that I have anymore. What if you focus on reshape or reimagining those memories as a gift that you did have
2: uh-huh.
0: right? So like it's kind of it's kind of like part of your Christmas gift that you have, You get to remember all of these wonderful memories that you had with your sister. You get to remember everything that you guys did together. Yeah. Right? So I think that that could also kind of maybe help a little bit, I guess, and just kind of reshaping how you're thinking it.
1: It does. And it doesn't at the same time, because, you know, those are all traditions that I will never once have again. You know, Mm -hmm. as an adult, you can recreate traditions that you had as a child. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that half, it makes it really tough.
0: Oh, I, I totally get that. I'm not saying recreate yeah. it.
1: No, no. But no. that's that's the problem is like, even if you focus on the positives, there's still going to be that negative connotation that goes with it. And I mean, truth be told, it's something that somebody has to work through. So mm-hmm. this is my sixth Christmas without my sister. Yeah. And they are getting, for lack of a better term, easier. Honestly, I, I'm finding other ways. So basically for me, I have to recreate Christmas. So a lot of things have changed. First off, our relationship. I mean, this is only our second Christmas together. Our yep. first Christmas we spent in Dominican.
0: Yeah, our first Christmas wasn't even really like a, a real Christmas either. Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. It, it was wasn't like a was, true Canadian yeah, Christmas. Yeah, it wasn't
0: it wasn't our traditional Christmas.
1: Right. So yeah. that was actually quite nice for me. That was you know, a break away from everything. Now, we still did everything Christmassy at home, but it was tough last year because I didn't know how things were going to go. I mean, it was our first Christmas together, new relationship, Mm -hmm. and this was the first time that you were brought in, um, I guess, fully to what I go through during the season.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep.
1: Right? Yeah, I mean,
0: I'd seen kind of like bits and pieces of it outside looking in when we were, you know, working together, but... I don't think I really understood like how big of an impact it had on you.
1: Yeah. And like how bad it was, Mm -hmm. like it really did. It shook Christmas for me. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, there's no other way to put it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But so what I've, what have I done basically is the next place where I want to go with this is what have I done to change that kind of mental state? Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's creating new traditions. So the one thing that I focused on is that this is our first Christmas together, like at home, mm-hmm. and this is our second time decorating for Christmas and stuff like that. So I'm trying to create new memories with still somewhat incorporating the, the old ones.
2: Okay.
1: So when we decorated, we did it our way. Mm-hmm. We did the Catelyn and Kelly way of decorating. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. And we made sure that, you know, for me, it was always putting on the Grinch when we decorate. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Yep. Well, Ron Howard's. The Grinch. Yeah. I guess he directed, you know, whatever.
0: Same shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'll give shout out to everybody who made that movie because it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, But, however. However. It was, I think that was the most interesting part of it. And it wasn't like it was something that was planned, which I think was huge. It wasn't like, okay, so Saturday at 4 4 p.m. we're going to decorate.
0: No, it was just like you know what? I think we should decorate for Christmas this weekend.
1: Yeah, we're past Remembrance Day. Let's go.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're down in the states, it's your thanks. Yeah, that was your Thanksgiving weekend, so you know I can understand if you haven't put up your decorations yet. But mm-hmm. get on it now. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I mean, we got snow up here. It is Christmas time, and it's it's a tough time. So, what am I really t- trying to get to here? Truth is, is. You're going to run into people during this holiday season, whether it's COVID or not. I mean, you're going to see other people and some people are going to have a really tough time at Christmas. Some people are going to have a really great time at Christmas. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's the end of it. It it can be really easy or really tough. And I don't really see a whole lot of in between. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think there's going to be some sort of gray area in there. Yeah, some people are going to have, you know, kind of like a maybe it's not their, you know, top 10 Christmas, but it still can be a. Maybe because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to hit their top 10 of Christmas, but they're still going to have a great time regardless, right?
1: Right, right. So, I mean, one of the things that I will say for Kelly's family and getting involved in their Christmas is there's little kids. And mm-hmm. honestly, nothing brings joy to me like little kids at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, I love it more than anything. I mean, um, I think that was the breath of fresh air that I needed to kind of recreate Christmas for myself. Because to see Christmas through a child's eye, you mm-hmm. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, just the magic behind like it. Like the
1: nieces and the nephews. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's where it's all at. To see that little bit of joy of Christmas and, and what it really means. Yeah, they get a little bit of gifts, but they get all that together as family. We get to witness it all together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That actually kind of gave a little bit of CPR to my Christmas spirit. Yeah. Yeah, it did last year. And it will again this year. And I mm-hmm. know it will. And it'll be phenomenal to spend that time. Um, but... Again, I always have that, you know, that fleeting thought in the back of my mind that's always like, yeah, you used to have that too.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. And no matter what, I have to kind of recreate Christmas in a new way. And that's something that I've been doing. And it's taken me, honestly, six years to get to a point where I can actually openly talk about it and Mm -hmm. talk about how hard Christmas is. Because, I mean, I have... You know, I I've had my PTSD really act up, O C D especially because I worry about the small things, right? Mm-hmm. I worry about all these thoughts that are in my head and my parents' head. You know, I, I worry about way too much than I, I really need to and I, I create more stress in my life. Right? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's tough. And but one thing I will say is you can't come at me, I guess, aggressively about my views on Christmas. Because, again, it's somebody's views, and if they're having a rough time, the best thing you can do is talk about something else. Like, honestly, don't talk about, like, oh, it's Christmas, how are you? If you see somebody sad, just ask them how they are. Don't worry about the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. I know it is the Christmas season, and for those of you who love the Christmas season and love being positive, don't ever change. If you see somebody who is a Scrooge, unscrooge them, if you can. (laughs) I mean, that is a big part of it, right? I mean, that was the one thing, in my opinion, that somebody did for me. And I forget where it was. I think it was at, I want to say it was at West Edmonton Mall. And I want to say it was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But like I was out Christmas shopping and I hated everything about it. I really did because I was not in a point where I enjoyed Christmas. And I think it was a cashier. I forget what store it was, but she turned my day around. She talked about, she didn't talk about the Christmas spirit so much or anything like that. She just talked about the joy of, of going around being, you know, look at what we have. And she was just so optimistic that it was infectious to me.
0: Mm, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Right. In, in my opinion, that little bit of joy, that feeling that you guys get from the Christmas season is infectious. And even if somebody is at the worst, a smile, a little laugh, a little, you know, Merry, even just a Merry Christmas. It, and if you don't want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays.
0: Whatever well, it is that you want to say.
1: Whatever it is, just that little bit and a smile can go a long way.
0: Honestly, during the Christmas season, just treat everyone with kindness because honestly, you never know what anybody is going through behind closed doors. Yeah. You don't know how your words are going to affect them, right? So if you just treat everybody with kindness and respect. I mean, even year round, but especially during the Christmas season, that's going to go a long way.
1: Absolutely, and don't think of like somebody. Let's say you try to be, you know, positive somebody Christmas, and they kind of throw it back at you. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, it's not out of that person doesn't like you or doesn't like Christmas. It's probably something to do personally with them.
0: Oh, generally, I would think right,
1: and and that's a big part of it, guys. And that's why we want to talk about. Well, really, it's something that I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Kelly has always, you know, she's. She sees what I go through yeah. and she understands that it is, it is a huge struggle for me because I mean, to lose, you know, your quote unquote, best friend, sister, whatever, and then try to get through the holidays without them. It, it's damn near impossible mm-hmm. and it takes a long time. And yes. Okay. So in my case, six years down the road, Christmas is finally starting to, I guess, get its original light that it had before, mm-hmm. but that's not a time frame that anybody else can go off of, guys. Everybody, it could be decades, it could be a year, it could be six months, who knows. But for some... Depends somebody, on
0: their personal journey.
1: It depends on their personal journey and truly what's happened. But the reason I bring that up is you can't go to somebody and say, look, man, you've had six bad Christmases. This guy, Catlin, he's he's done six and he's exactly good now. Like,
0: okay, you've had six bad, so it's time to turn that around. Yeah. No, that's no. not how this works. Everybody's going to, you know grow and go go through these things on their own time frame you can't just you know force someone to be like okay you've had six bad christmases it's time to turn this around and have a good one like Mm -hmm. you can't force that on someone they're gonna feel how they're gonna feel regardless exactly
1: Exactly. So, I mean, when it comes to Christmas time, what are, do you know of a couple things that you've had to kind of like tiptoe around? Cause I mean, this is our second one now, Mm -hmm. right? So we're getting back into the season. Like you said, this season I was doing a little bit better. So I was really curious if there's any, like anything that you've done differently when it comes to Christmas.
0: Um, honestly, I think the only thing that I've really done differently is I've just tried to be a little bit more like vocal about how excited I am for Christmas and how happy I am around it. And just, I've tried to kind of bring a little bit of that joy that I feel and actually vocalize it outwards so that you kind of get a little bit of that too. And maybe it'll, you know, help lift your spirits a bit. That
1: makes sense. I like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the only thing that I've really had to change. Yeah. Yeah. Or even when it comes to, um, like last year, how I said that, you know, you took out the Christmas tree and everything for me, but I could tell you weren't really feeling in the Christmas spirit. So you know what? No big deal. I'll decorate most of the tree by myself. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You do you. You just, I just always want to make sure that you you don't have to. You don't. You don't need to feel like you need to be involved with any of this stuff.
1: And that's exactly what I needed. I mean, truthfully, decorating the tree is still hard for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, one of the things that we actually do in this house is we don't have per se a actual quote unquote Christmas tree angel. No. So what we actually have is a picture of my sister that's at the very top of the tree. Mm-hmm. And that's our Christmas tree angel. Yeah, um, she's it, our angel. She is. Um, And yeah, that's that's something that I have had to, I guess, incorporate and, and, and kind of make a big part of it. This isn't the first time I've had, you know, my sister is part of the tree, but it's something that I continue to do because I feel like it really kind of just, I don't know.
0: Honestly, I feel like it it incorporates her into the day
1: It incorporates you know, her and into are, the tree.
0: Well, it just, it yeah. incorporates her in a way that, you know, you don't really like, obviously you don't really get to incorporate her as much as you would want to. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is kind of like yours or our way of being like, okay, you know, like regardless if she's here or not, she's still going to be a part of our Christmas tradition. She's still going to be a mm-hmm. part of this day. She's still going to be a part of this tree. Like she's still a part of your life, yeah. whether she's here or not. So I feel like that's just kind of our way of, visualizing it, I guess.
1: True, true. And yeah, that that is a really good point. And truthfully, that's what I go through. I mean, and, and that's part of it. Like it's, it's all a part of like reincorporating things and bringing her into things that, you know, she was always a part of like decorating the tree. I mean, bringing up all this stuff and getting ready for it. I got no problem with that. The actual decorating is hard mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. You know, like even the Christmas ornaments, me and my sister had a matching box me and her, of Christmas ornaments. I have my box. My mom still has hers. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the box we were allowed to decorate every Christmas. So I had one. My sister had one. And we got to put up that box of ornaments, which was phenomenal. So even putting those ornaments up is still Mm -hmm. really tough for me. And one thing that I will say that made things easier is the fact that when I was decorating, you helped me put up those ornaments. Yeah. I mean, I know that you were specifically, in my opinion, I thought you were kind of specifically leaving them for me to do them.
0: I was at first until I kind of, I don't I don't know what it was. Honestly, I just, I remember looking at the decorations and something inside me just like clicked. And it's like, okay, you need to help do these ones. Yep. Like, I, I honestly don't, I can't even say what it was that did it. I can't say what changed. All I know is I just felt like this need inside of me that's like, no, you need to stop decorating whatever it is that you're planning on doing and move on to these ones
1: yeah and that was huge i mean that that was a big help so the i think the biggest thing when it comes to if you have somebody who's you're really close to during the season is having a tough tough, or having a tough time Mm -hmm. have that conversation with them yeah just see what they want to do
0: okay so for our listeners if you if you do have someone like that in your life but you don't know how to approach the subject How would you want someone to bring this up to you?
1: Um, The fact that I'm not enjoying Christmas or I Mm -hmm. seem miserable.
0: Yeah, basically. How would you want them to put that in like a nice delicate way? In a way that you're not going to feel, you know, hurt or anything. So, and this is
1: going to be the hardest part guys. I mean, it's going to work for everybody a little differently, but for me, um, obviously just asking how I'm doing is going to be a good start. Mm -hmm. Obviously if I'm saying, oh, I'm doing pretty good, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to give you that typical bullshit spiel about, you know, I'm doing fine.
0: Yeah. You got to look past the surface and actually see what's underneath.
1: Yeah. So one thing that I've started to do and something that I wish people would do more with me is, you know, when someone gives their first answer of like, how are you doing?
0: And they say, oh, I'm doing good. Yeah. Are you actually doing good? D- n- yeah. Sometimes, how are you really doing?
1: Yeah. Just be like, okay, I know you're doing good, but like, how are you really doing? You know, mm-hmm. and have that conversation. See if they open up. If they start talking about how things are tough, then you've opened up that door. Right. Right. And that's, that's the biggest part of it. You can't go and be like, look, Christmas is rough for you. And depending on your friends, some people might respond better you know i've got certain friends that if they came to me and said dude are you all right like what's going on with christmas how are you doing for christmas mm-hmm. i would have more of a can of conversation with those people
0: yeah but, but you it depends have on to, your relationship exactly it depends on the relationship you have with that person i guess
1: yeah the biggest thing for me is don't i mean people do need to go through stuff and it is to a point where sometimes you should just not let up and really get into it with them Uh, And don't let them walk away.
0: But you also have to know when to stop. Exactly. You have to be able to tell kind of like what their breaking point is.
1: Yeah. And I mean, emotions are, emotions will probably fly. I mean, it's a tough time. It's not an easy time for anybody this time of year. Mm -hmm. Really. Anybody who's went through any sort of loss, Christmas time is always a time that you're going to remember and you're going to suffer with. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I promise you, here's the one thing I will say to anybody who's lost somebody or has troubles of christmas or if this is your first christmas without somebody i'm here to tell you it's gonna fucking suck i mean you're gonna have great times you're gonna have bad times honestly your first christmas it's gonna end up being a blur um it will get easier with time i'm here to tell you that that you know it may feel like the world's ended right now and christmas is done and christmas is never gonna have that spark again i promise you it will i promise it promise you so much that it will don't let Christmas ruin you. I mean, I don't know the statistics off the top of my head, but I know suicide rates especially yes. rise at Christmas time.
0: Yes, they, they tend to skyrocket over the Christmas time.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's a really tough time. This is the time we're supposed to be with family. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. It's supposed to be a time of gift giving. It's supposed to be a time of all of these things. Mm-hmm. And when you're missing that one part, I mean, you're, you're going to have a tough time. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. Your first Christmas is probably gonna suck. I mean, you'll have great times, and that's the thing. You just need to focus on the great times.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The your first year, you might not want to reminisce, but it is something that is somewhat therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of it, too. You know, talking about Christmas traditions really, in my opinion, really helps you open up. You know, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, what we did like me talking about my sister and what we did for Christmas and stuff like that, that's only made things easier. Mm-hmm. So if you can get somebody to talk a little bit about their Christmas, but a little bit about what they did, um, let's say in a situation like mine, right? Where, you know, I lost my sister. I lost my Christmas buddy. Um, you know, what do we do next year? What do we do that year? Let that person come up with an idea of something that they used to do with that person. And, Make that a thing. Mm -hmm. Because I know like for my first Christmas away from my sister, I spent it in Dominican. I actually, we went away for Christmas. We got away from the hustle and bustle and everything. And I don't think that that was the best thing for me. I know it was a great distraction, but it didn't, it didn't really help me.
0: No, because if anything, you're basically going to be suppressing those emotions that you probably should be feeling over christmas mm-hmm. and you're probably just gonna end up suppressing them for the entire next year until christmas rolls around again and that's and it's gonna happened. make it that much more difficult
1: and honestly that's what happened i yeah. mean the decorating stuff that was all part of it but the actual christmas day i mean it's still something that i'm not 100 percent ready for mm-hmm. i mean christmas day with your family is going to be different i mean it's going to be a whole new christmas a whole new adventure um and i'm excited for it i really am You know, I still have my concerns of my mental health on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. truth be told. Yeah. I mean, and it could be a struggle. It might not be. It's really tough to say. And I mean, that's the honest truth of it, guys. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen that day.
0: No, and really, I don't think there's any sort of way to know how you're going to feel about it. You're going to feel however you're going to feel when you wake up.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: all we can do, you know, my family and I is be there to, you know, love you, support you, whatever you're going to need on that day, we're going to be there. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's also probably going to help. Like you said earlier, like you love being around the kids. You mm-hmm. love being able to see Christmas through their eyes. So I think kind of having that little piece on Christmas day this year is also going to be a big help for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, those kids, they ah, they just
0: lit up my life. Yeah. Yeah. They're the freaking best. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know what? Honestly, If there is a situation out there where you can incorporate kids to that person who's who's missing that one part of Christmas, it it really does kind of the bullshit slides. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When kids open up their eyes and they're just so happy on Christmas Day, there is no amount like I I personally think kids emit so much joy on Christmas Day Mm -hmm. that there's no amount of negativity that could quash that. Right. Like, that is it. That is the quintessential. I can't wait to be a dad for Christmas. Like, (laughs) you know, I talk about on this podcast before, like, I want to be a dad. I can't wait to be a dad. Christmas Day is my fucking day.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're jacked about it. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. I
1: mean, creating new Christmas traditions. And see, that's the difference, guys. I think the biggest part for me is I'm at the point now where I'm not worrying about the past or things that haven't changed. I'm now looking towards the future. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that in our future, you and me, we have little kids that we are going to raise and we're going to create our own Christmas traditions. Mm-hmm. And I hope that our kids wake up at 3 a.m. and wake each other up and totally. go check what's underneath the tree. Like, totally. I'm tearing up right now just thinking about yeah, it. you sure um, And that's it. That is it, people. I mean, that's... For me, kids are what really kind of brought me out of my Christmas funk.
2: Oh, I right? love that. Yeah. I
1: mean, and that's that's the only people that I can actually like pay homage to at Christmas is mm-hmm. the children out there. Because the amount of joy and happiness they get from Christmas just completely it's
0: like It just it's like it disarms the situation. It just makes you feel, you know, their joy, their happiness. Yeah.
1: I'm like, you know, my Christmas season can be a lot sad. Tis the season for sad. And, you know, I get that little wave of sadness. But I swear to God, those kids' happiness on Christmas Day is like a fucking tsunami. Yeah. And it just overpowers everything that I feel. And it just, I can't help but smile. Mm -hmm. I really can't help but smile when I'm around those kids during Christmas. And I mean, that has been kind of my saving grace, if anything.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, it's something that I don't get and
0: yeah there isn't really a whole lot of kids on your side of the family there isn't no there really isn't and and my family has friggin' oodles of children
1: which is amazing and i mean like i say just to have them and to be a part of that and to actually like to actually be a part of that that's the thing i'm not just like on the outside looking in i'm not like hey i'm the i'm crazy uncle cat over here in the corner you know no, what I mean? No, just, you
0: actually like you're a part of it. You're a part of their day. You're a part of the excitement. Yeah. They want you to be there to share in this excitement.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that that makes a difference. I think, you know, Christmas can be a really lonely time for people and that ability for people to bring, you know, to bring those people in. And I understand that it's COVID. I understand that it's really tough to do. But if you have the opportunity to bring somebody in at Christmas and just bring a little bit of that joy into their life, mm-hmm. it will make a difference. Yeah. One positive act is all it takes.
0: Yes. One positive act of kindness. Yep. Yep. And
1: in my opinion, that's going to change the game.
0: Mm -hmm. Love it. Right? Yeah. Love it.
1: Yeah. Honestly, guys, that's all we have to talk about. I mean, we just want to talk about how Christmas season isn't always the best. And with our schedule, guys, we are planning on taking December off.
0: Yes, we are. So
1: this will actually be our last podcast in theory. Mm -hmm. of 2020
0: yes as of right now this will be our last episode of 2020 things may change we'll see how overzealous we get
1: yeah i mean we still might pop out an episode here or there if we feel like it Mm -hmm. but there's no guarantee at this point
0: no there's no guarantee we're gonna try to take all of december off and just really you know refocus and yeah yeah, we just we have some really cool ideas of things that we want to start doing for the new year. Mm-hmm. So, so December this... is going to be our time to start, you know, acting on these things.
1: So yeah, this is technically our quintessential season finale. It sure is. Yeah, don't worry, guys. We're going to get picked up for a second season. Don't you worry. <laughs>
0: I've
1: talked to the higher ups.
0: It's us. We're the we're the higher ups. We're the ones that said we'll do a season two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We
1: want to do a season two.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's do sure, a season let's do it. two. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. pretty much
1: our conversation. Yeah, basically. No, but we really want to refocus, guys. And the biggest thing for me too is, again, the Christmas season still isn't a hundred percent for me. It's still tough, and I really, one of the things that I want to do is now that we're engaged and now that we, you know essentially we're starting a family. We're not mm-hmm. starting a family yet, people.
0: Yeah, don't...
1: Moms, calm the fuck down. Yeah,
0: exactly, calm down. <laughs> no, nothing has happened yet.
1: Nothing has happened yet. But, no. you know, we're engaged. We're, we're on our route to get married. We're planning our wedding. We're,
0: we're starting the rest of our life together.
1: And, yeah, we want to really just, like, this is our first Christmas as an engaged couple. Mm-hmm. And we really just want to lean into, you know, Christmas as it is and create our own new traditions. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean that's yeah.
0: kind of the focus of this year, I guess, for Christmas. Yeah, because yeah. this
1: Christmas is our first Christmas at home together.
0: Mm-hmm. This Christmas, this Christmas is my last Christmas as a miss.
1: Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Coffee mug. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 She will be a misses next Christmas.
0: Yep. Christmases. <laughs> Get it? There you go. Oh my
1: God. I (laughs) can't believe we're low. uh, What low caliber of jokes we have today. It's
0: fine. Oh my God.
1: Sorry for that, everybody.
0: Hey, (laughs) that was funny. Come on, man.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Guys, just be joyful and Mm -hmm. be contagious.
0: Just, you know what? Be just freaking nice.
1: Yeah. Oh, just sorry. Sorry. You know what? No, no. Re- I'm pulling that back. Retract. It, it's COVID. Do not be contagious. But be contagious <laughs> with your happiness and your joy. Yes.
0: Happiness is contagious. Yes. Right? Don't be, be contagious
1: during COVID.
0: No. No, just, you know, be really kind to everybody. Treat everybody with respect. Just, you know, if you see someone's having a rough day, maybe just give them a nice smile. That's sometimes that's all people need just to help lift their spirits.
1: Absolutely. And even during the Christmas season, even when I was in my rough state, (coughs) I always put a strong face on. Mm -hmm. So even though that person smiled, just know that, you know, you probably helped them more than you think.
0: And you know what? One little thing that I will say is... People's eyes tell a lot about how they're actually feeling. Mm -hmm. So like if you look at someone and, you know, their face looks really happy. But if you look at their eyes, a lot of the time you can see sadness, you can see pain, you can see hurt in their eyes. So really just like if you're looking at someone, just take a look at their eyes. If they, even if they're putting on a brave face, sometimes that's all you need to do to actually be able to uncover how they're really feeling.
1: The eyes are the windows to the soul. They sure are. No big
0: deal. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Segments? Yeah, let's do some segments. Segments. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Segments, guys. Just mm-hmm. a tip with cat. Mhm. Just a tip.
0: Let's do it.
1: Be happy. That's it. You know, I'm going to say this again. Happiness is contagious. And you need to be You know what? Fuck it. You got to be contagious in 2020. You do. You do. You got to be contagious with your happiness. Spread it out there. There's so much that people are negative about.
0: Mm-hmm. And It's easy to focus on the negatives. Try to find the positives in life.
1: It's Christmas of 2020.
0: Yeah, exactly. Try to find as many positives as you can. Yeah,
1: it's going to be tough, guys. It's going to be really tough. No
0: COVID positives.
1: Yeah, no no COVID positives, (laughs) but just positivity in general. Yes. It goes a long way and it can be contagious. So instead of spreading COVID around, let's spread smiles behind a face mask. Smile with your eyes.
0: Yeah, smile with your eyes. That's the thing. Smiling
1: with your eyes, guys. That's that's going to be the contagious part of December 2020. Yeah, it is. I smiles.
0: I smiles. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, you know what? You might not think so, but when you fully smile... With a face mask on, people can tell. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Smile, smile away. I always smile away in my face mask.
0: Smile, wave, say hello. Sometimes all people need is just a kind word, kind face, and it's gonna. it can turn their day around. Yep.
1: That person who's walking out of the bank and having a really tough time at Christmas.
0: Hold the door open for them. That's
1: exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it is. You hold the door open and you smile, that's going to change their day. That is, it really is. It
0: totally is. It can be one little simple thing like that. Yep. Even, yeah, just like holding a door open for someone. Or, you know, like shoveling your neighbor's driveway mm-hmm. or buying someone a coffee in the in the drive-thru. You know, or, it's little things like that. Or letting people in during rush hour traffic. Don't yes. be a traffic dick. Oh, yes.
1: You know what I mean? Imagine, okay, imagine you pull up and it's gridlock traffic and you need to get in there and you're just stressed out and you're like, no one's going to let me in. Somebody lets you in and you get to pull in and you're now part of the traffic.
0: Okay, also... In that whole scenario, please make sure that you give that courtesy wave, guys. Oh, God. Really. If someone's going to let you in, it takes two seconds. Give a quick wave. Yep.
1: Even if you got tinted windows, screw it. People can usually see it.
0: Exactly. You can normally still see the shadow. It's fine. Now, one thing I will say with
1: this. Some people like to put on their hazard lights as like a wave like mm. oh i'm gonna put on my hazard lights for a couple seconds thanks everybody don't do that
0: no that just adds to the confusion it's like hey well which way are you trying to go right no. now like are what
1: that's not even me so you, typically what happens is if i let somebody in and the traffic starts moving again and then they put on their hazard lights i'm like are you fucking kidding me i just let you wait and you break down in front of me you dick you dick
0: <laughs> you have the audacity <laughs> yeah.
1: how dare you and then they turn them off and they keep driving i go oh like,
0: okay. oh, okay that but- my was bad. them just waving. My bad. My, my bad, B. My <laughs> <Yeah>. bad, B.
1: <laughs> Truthfully. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway.
0: So there's your tip.
1: Yeah, that's my tip. That was okay. a long tip.
0: That was a very long tip. Um, that was like a tip complete with some side stories. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah.
1: So why I love you. Because, okay. I mean, let's just finish this off. Let's do it. Why I love you of 2020. Because, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? This is going to be all uncomforting. Oh, goodness. This is why I love you 2020. This is our last episode of 2020. And 2020 has been a dick. Yeah. A dick. Okay. That's right. Yeah. It needs the gravasse spot. Dick.
0: That's enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough. That's enough dick talk here. Uh, So anyway. Wrap it up.
1: Why I love you is the fact that we've done this. We've now put out 20, over 20 episodes of a podcast Mm
0: -hmm.
1: in a pandemic. Yeah and we still do it and we still sit across from each other and we still smile Mm
0: -hmm. every single time Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and the fact that you know we still enjoy doing this and the fact that we're we're gonna take december off but i know for a fact we're gonna come back in january why because we both fucking enjoy this we love
0: it too much it brings us way too much joy to stop yeah yeah
1: yeah and like i said in the first and second and probably third episode (laughs) Kelly's very altruistic with her with her reason for doing this. Where I'm just mm-hmm. selfish and like the fame.
0: <laughs> hey everybody. I have a platform. Come listen to yeah. me. Hey everybody.
1: Guess what? You got to listen.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey guys, how can we help you yeah, today?" Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey guys, listen to me. I got a tip for you.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could have seen his stupid little face yeah, there. It was real cute.
1: It was very derpy. Yeah,
0: it was very derpy. It was the
1: most derpiest of faces that I could yeah. pull off. But anyway, That's why I love you is the fact that, you know what? I'm just going to say it. That's the why we love each other.
0: Oh, but I had a good one.
1: You can still give you that one. But let's face it. That is the reason we love each other. I mean, it's part of it. This is totally.
0: I mean, so this is going to be I do have a separate why I love you. But to tie into what you're saying, I I love the fact that you you kind of pushed me into doing this. Right. It was out of my comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Like this was so out of my comfort zone. This is not something that I would have ever thought of doing myself mm-hmm. ever. Like I honestly guys, I this is probably one of the first episodes where I haven't felt like a huge wave of anxiety come over me. <laughs> like we're, you know, 20 some episodes in and it's only getting easier, but
1: Yep.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to do any of this or even thought of doing any of this if it wasn't for you. So that's why i love you i wouldn't have done it without you either
1: i mean honestly the how to love me podcast doesn't exist without both of us Mm -hmm. so we needed both of us for this to happen
0: even just the idea of it right
1: yeah we just have good conversation so anyway tell me why you love me
0: so i love you Mm -hmm. because this weekend you we we honestly just had the most freaking wonderful day on saturday we decorated for christmas we put up the tree all that but then we also had a fun little fondue night
2: yeah. that like
0: you completely planned for you completely planned for us like we have our own fondue pots and everything at home but like you you kind of took everything to the next level and like that's one thing that you always do you know, you you start with, you know, some sort one idea, basically. Mm-hmm. And then you build that idea up to like the most extreme version of that idea. <laughs> and I fucking love that about you. I really do. You do. You take a very basic idea and you're like, OK, how can I level this up to nine thousand?
1: Well, <clears throat> it has more to do with like the whole day. So like when I was when we were starting in the morning, I mean, we just laid, we had breakfast, we drank our coffee. Yeah, we had a chill morning. Very chill morning. Started into a chill afternoon. We knew we didn't have to leave the house. And we went to the grocery store. That's how we started our day on Saturday, didn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. We went to Costco.
1: Yeah, we went to Costco at 9 a.m. when it opens.
0: Yeah, also, all you friggin' crazy mofos out there at 9 a.m., There was that, that parking lot was packed. No,
1: it was more packed at 10 when we left. That's true. There was yeah. a huge
0: lineup, but still. Yeah. Still, having that many freaking vehicles in that parking lot at 9 a.m.? Yeah. Holy hell. It
1: is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, basically it was like, all right, well, we have this perfect Christmas day of decorating everything. What are we going to do for dinner? It has to be a great dinner mm-hmm. to just go with our great day. So, yeah. of course, one of my favorite things to do is a fondue. Yeah. Oil fondue, that is. Yes.
0: Yes, and we call it a fondue, not a fondue,
1: because they're too much fun.
0: They're way too much fun. Yeah,
1: like it's the only time. It's the only time where you could sit there for an hour and a half and eat. Mm -hmm. Really?
0: Yeah, seriously. And we, oh my god, did we eat? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a great meal. We had
1: elk and moose and cheese and wonderfulness and chicken and mm,
0: all things that are good.
1: All things that are good.
0: Seriously, such a great dinner.
1: Yeah, and that is something that I will always do. Is I always try to one up myself. Mm -hmm. I do. You're like,
0: okay, so I've done this, but how can I make it that much better?
1: I do. Yeah, you like you level
0: yourself up a lot. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. And honestly, that is one thing that I love the most about you. Well, that's good. Yeah, you're constantly one-upping up, one upping yourself. You're constantly trying to do better.
1: Great. So I'm in a constant battle with myself now every year.
0: Well, I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> I've started You a- put
0: this on yourself. I did. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Were they really, though? No. No, they no, weren't. No, not even one bit. No. But yeah,
1: that's yeah. pretty much it, guys. I mean... That's a wrap. That's 2020 for a wrap. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. So yeah, you guys might miss us during December... But you know what? You know, you want to know what? You want to know what? I think you should go back and listen to our earlier episodes. Do it. I really want people, if you, if you are a true fan of the How to Love Me podcast and you really want to like help us out, Let go us, back to the start.
0: Yeah, go back to the start. Listen to us from the very beginning all the way through to the end. Listen to our, you know, kind of like transitions. Mm-hmm. See how, see how we're growing. Give us feedback. We want to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys
0: like? What don't you like?
1: What are your favorite style episodes? Do we need to do more heart to hearts? Mm
0: -hmm. Or do you even care? I do think we need to do more heart to hearts, in my opinion. We
1: have some book, guys. We want you to know that we will be starting 2021 off with some bangers.
0: Yeah, we will.
1: Um, And another thing that we are going to do during the Christmas break is we're still going to record.
0: Yes, we are still going to be recording episodes. We just will not be releasing them.
1: Obviously, one of the things for us is life has gotten super busy in the last couple months and Mm -hmm. we've been late or missed episodes.
0: Yeah. And that's not like us. We like to keep up our consistency.
1: We don't like that. No. It stresses us out. It's honestly like probably the worst thing for our mental health.
0: Yeah. It's like, okay, so we have like, we say we're going to put an episode out. On every single Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So we best be fricking putting an episode on every single Wednesday.
1: So another thing that we're going to do is
0: put a couple in the back
1: burner for now. We're going to mm-hmm. have some extra. So those times when life get busy for us, we are not leaving you guys high and dry on content.
0: Exactly. That's not what we want to do. No, we we're want... not about it.
1: No, no. So we will be more prepared. 2021 will be our, our year. Yep. It will be the year of the love me's.
2: Ooh. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes. And how toing. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> i don't cool. know wow. i don't know where i'm going with this so you this. want to
0: wrap this up
1: yeah let's wrap this up because if i keep talking i'm just gonna talk exactly we're into gonna freaking again. talk
0: for like another 45 minutes about nothing
1: yeah maybe you guys will like that you know what maybe we'll keep talking we'll put it out in december we'll see well we'll see probably not
0: probably not. all right guys. don't hold your breath Nope. anyways we thanks. love you guys yeah thanks for listening as always oh you know what we didn't do Damn it. Socials.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to be on our socials, guys. How the number two (laughs) love me podcast on Facebook, Gmail, on Facebook, Instagram,
0: and at gmail.com.
1: I fucked that up.
0: (laughs) you did but you looked real cute while you're doing it might
1: as well end it on a fucking banger you know what (laughs) this is this is how we're leaving 2020 this has been 2020 in a podcast it's just like a total mess
0: (laughs) you think we would be like
1: we would be experts we're 20 we're over 20 episodes in babe we should be better than this we're
0: still figuring shit out as we go you know what if anything we've just gotten a lot more like looser with our topics and our conversations which i think has been helpful yeah so or do you
1: guys feel that we're more structured you let us know
0: yeah yeah. yeah, let us know. Send us a DM. Send yeah. us an email. He already told you where. Yeah. Just do it.
1: Yeah, and make sure you get him right and not fuck it up like I did.
0: Yep. All right, so guys. So anyways, guys, thanks for listening. We love you. And? Bye. bye.